gentlemen coming to you live from Iowa, except they're not live, they're pre-recorded, it's Dumb Guzzler. Dumb Guzzler. Dumb Guzzler. Dumb, 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 dumb. Dumb Guzzler. Wong Dong. Can I have a hint during that? Just type to a man's penis, wax or shave. This Japanese word. So, we weren't going to do a podcast this week because my normal co-host is out. He's actually got something better to do, if you can imagine that. I think actually what happened was he was uh, he was on Chatterbait and he, uh, his internet's out. So I think he's actually just making his woman stand behind like a little square and take her clothes off and bang herself. We can pretend like it's a camera. He's just throwing tokens at her. Probably screaming at her like he does in the chicks here. Here, bitch! Show me your pussy! So, I brought in a pal. <sighs> old pal Jake. Yeah. From the infamous, gosh, the, the Jacob Project. Mm, that's Should originally what it was, was, the, yes, the Jacob, Jacob Project. Project. What is it? What do you go with now? Well, that's I. We had it just kind of morphed into Mister Jacob, but that's kind of like all encompassing now. So yeah, it was the Jacob Project that yeah got a lot of mileage out of it. Yeah. So uh, long story. So I've uh, I've played in a band with Jake forever. Well, forever ago, I guess. Now is actually it's, probably the better way to put it. Forever ago, um, and uh, we took off, did our own things. And uh, it's kind of come back around full circle. My, uh, uh, the the we we discussed in a previous podcast. My uh, my former vocalist uh, losing his mind and uh, disappearing. And uh, with that, out with the old, in with the older, yes. I guess. Yeah. And with the in with the yeah, <sighs> the old. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so you came over here to sing today. I and, did and. We didn't make it there. Mm-mm. No, we did not. You kind of got on a tear, and as I heard you go on your tear, I was like, you know what? There's mics over there. This uh, maybe we should. This is this should be broadcast. This is this is for the masses. And I immediately got nervous. <laughs> really, a stage fright? Well, it wasn't the stage fright. It's just just one listener, just but, one listener out there that be, might. <laughs> because of is it because of uh, the dumb Guzner Legion of fan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I. Oh, uh, so there, there could be a chance. You never know. Do you does. want to give the backstory, or would you like me to give the Reader's Digest abbreviated backstory? Yeah, you might as well give the abbreviated. Okay, the abbreviated Reader's Digest story is Jake has lots of kids. All the kids, we could say, <laughs> many kids, and it's you know the typical American story of. Boy meets girl in a bar. Boy knocks up girl a lot. Girl leaves with kids. Um, and every penny that the man has has to go to the woman. Um, and uh, 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 and the man doesn't get to raise his children anymore. Mm-hmm. So with that become some interesting stories. Because they grow up. Because they grow up. Kids grow up. And fucked up. up shit happens. And kids turn into little adults. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the big adults may or may not be adults, and I think the story that we were that you were telling was 
that the big adults aren't being big adults. It was kind of where it was at, mm-hmm. yeah? Well, they were trying to be big adults. I mean, the 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 guy in this story that's not me the the other the the new husband of i don't know they've been married now for what at least a while good five years at least um i'm trying to remember what day it was that she came up and extracted the 800 dollars from me and forgot to tell me that she was going to jamaica to get married when i was starting my summer vacation that's (laughs) if i could let me think I can't remember. And I, I think okay. it left us with like $200 wondering, you know, am I going to be able to teach all the children how to fish? Right. Because it's gonna, it's necessity. It's going to be a necessity. So when you say extracted, uh, can describe that process. What do you mean she extracted? Well, actually, it just had came through that the court papers had just come through on, on uh, what I was going to pay for child okay. support. So you had back child support or whatever. Well, no, this was actually, this was actually, uh, it's funny because this was right on the verge, if I remember correctly, it was right on the verge of all this taking, all of this being signed, sealed, and delivered. Right. And This uh, is several years back. This is several years back. Yeah, yeah this is, this is uh, we were divorced. We still didn't have the, all the child support stuff figured out because i i honestly i just i just didn't want to participate in the divorce and you you know about this yeah yourself but uh yeah so it was a bad scene so basically you know they're wanting to they're wanting to track me down and and uh figure out what this child support is going to be for these children um and this whole time there's another thing that's going on that one of these kids actually isn't mine but Mm. they're being dropped off at my they're being dropped off with me for for the holiday for the month and they're not even my child you know so i had to do that too because i was paying for one that wasn't even my kid before it was actually on paper really oh yeah just because i was guilt tripped and i you know i'd already I oh, raised so, a kid so before from, the courts got involved you you were giving her money because oh yeah you're like i well it's anytime, my kids here's cash yeah here's here's right. money you know you never know at that time you, i didn't know if we were ever going to get back together i didn't know what you, you know just all and you're taking care of your things. kids and i'm trying to you know right, that's right. the thing that's that's what we're you know when I was talking to you earlier this is where it gets really upsetting is like it doesn't matter how hard you try it doesn't you know there is nothing at least in my experience of child support trying is is a word that just as well not even be spoken right because um, it doesn't matter trying trying is right trying if trying isn't one hundred and ten percent of of the tangible good then it doesn't matter what you're doing right but um and while i won't get into particulars on numbers in most cases it's pretty safe to assume that the amount of child support that is paid is not anywhere near what the amount really costs to raise a child absolutely And, and, and by that i mean if you're paying four hundred dollars a month for one child that kid's not using $400 a month generally. Maybe through the diaper mom and formula is. phase. Yeah, mom is. <laughs> yeah, mom is. So then you throw in, you know, a baker's dozen. I don't know, whatever many you had. I had four with her. Four with her. Yeah. Okay. So, and raised one of hers. And one of hers. Okay. So that's a lot. Um, so when you add all that together, um, did you feel that the amount that you were paying for child support was a reasonable amount or did you feel like you were just paying her bills 
No, and that's what I was kind of getting at. I, I first of all, as a dad that loves his kid, no amount, no amount that anybody tells you to pay is ever going to be enough anyway. It, you know, and that's just that's just the loving side of being right. a dad and wanting your kids to have everything that 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 yeah. you didn't have or whatever. Now, real when the it comes to being answer. when it comes to being realistic, um, no, it is. It's like all common sense goes out the door. It's like it. it, it what happens is is a woman get. You have two people working together to make this work. And even when you're both working together, you're struggling, at least at that time in our lives. It seemed like every week was a struggle to get through and pay the bills and do what you had to do. Um, but the thing was is we were making it. Right. And then when it when it goes apart, like it does, in the fashion that it did um, – Thermonuclear. Uh, all of a sudden, you're expected to – to take care of all of it it's a weird thing like all of a sudden I'm supposed to take care of all of it and I obviously I can't you I excluded it's yeah, you, you, whatever happens to you to do happens with, with taking care of myself too even though I, I left with just the car I didn't leave with anything you know right but uh, you, you, I know you know uh, <laughs> but so uh, it's always it's but that that goes both ways too on the unrealistic uh, you know because I don't want to get uh too particular, but I mean, I know certain people that work for me in the bar industry, for example, people that I'd hire as bouncers, mm. you know, and they've got kids with like two, three different women, and you, it's the same thing all the time. Within about two weeks of them working for me, I get a letter from the state, and it's telling me that I got to garnish their wages for child support. Right. But what amazes me the most, uh, especially when I was uh, in the Quad Cities, is how little of child support some of these people pay. Right. It it blew my mind, and it, it was it was it was more of like, a, hey, how do <laughs> how do I get on that program? Yeah, right, you know? right. Not that I don't love my kids, but how do I get on this program? Right. Because it and and not only that, but then you you got to laugh because wait a second, this is what your child support is, and I mean we're talking something ridiculous, man. Like where it's fifty dollars a month. I mean if you can't swing fifty dollars a month for two kids, right, right, then right, you've right. got. Then you, you you know you're you're who we should be talking about right now. I mean mm-hmm. that means you, you're obviously you're not doing anything at all for your kids. I mean, right? Um, if you're out there and you're making minimum wage and you're trying to live, it it doesn't take. It, I mean, I think an eighth grader could sit down right now, or any one of your kids could sit down right now and do the math on a minimum wage job, or even a job that that pays ten dollars an hour, and figure out what it would cost to just keep yourself. And we're not talking anything extravagant. Just keep There's yourself just in an apartment. Just take care of your gas every week. Yeah, eat. Your, your, eat. Yeah. And you already know, I, that's a couple of things I cut out. Right, <laughs> is right. Eating. right. Um, uh, let alone if you have, you know, any kind of medi- medication that you have to take and all that stuff or pay for insurance, life insurance, health insurance. It's Neil. Mm. I, have, I have not had any of that stuff. And if I have, it's been very short-lived. You know, it's like when things are good, everything is better for everybody because they're getting more money. You know? Right, right, and uh, it's it's amazing because we haven't got to the fact that I have another child outside of right. this, this wedding, and uh, but when it comes to this woman, Dylan, you know, uh, at least she gets it. You know, yeah, she don't she don't get it the way that 
that I would like her to get it, but at least she understands that, you know, God, guy's got to eat. He really does have to eat. <laughs> you know, he's got to be able to have gas to come get his kid every what, weekend. <laughs> what do you mean that she gets it, though? How, uh, I mean... Well, she what, understands... When, when I say she gets the, it... Yeah, what's the, what's the mathematical result of that? Well, it's just... she's The mathematical result is that actually she's getting more money from me now by being a decent human being about it. Right. Um... Then if she went through the state, because... So you have an independent arrangement We have an her. independent arrangement with her, and... Does uh, that make you nervous? No, it doesn't make me nervous, because they can't... I've already been through it before, so um, there was... I tried to get her to make co- some concessions to where... So I, w- when I, I wasn't just giving her cash all the time, because um, that... if and don't ever do that by the way unless you absolutely there is no other way don't ever give cash you need to keep some type of record right. of what you're giving because if you don't have a record it's it won't matter to anybody right. at all when it comes time if the state gets involved um and the state even warns them that's another thing the state warns these girls before they take over they're like do you understand what we're going to do to this dude and there's nothing that you can do to stop it right once once you sign this piece of paper so you can't put women that are mad in that position to sign that you can't put a woman in a mad right set of mind to to, like like they need to go on the waiting period like a handgun waiting period yeah there needs to be like a class about what you're about to do i mean and and that's like a pipe dream of mine that's that's like something like hopefully if in the you know when i'm in my 70s or something and have some money saved up so like three or four years right yeah so when i'm not paying anybody anymore i think i'd rather put that money into advocating like father's rights Mm -hmm. um uh, because I think it's something that one of these days, just like everything else, things are abused. Um, uh, things are really abused. Different programs, disability, you know, all these different programs are abused. And then eventually someone's going to come in and step in. The wrong person's going to get screwed over really bad. Yeah. And it's going to happen a few times. And then my old man was a member of the Father's Rights Organization. Really? So, yeah. When really? I grew up, I had, I had a pretty messed up childhood. And, um, <laughs> you know, through, uh, um, through that process, I mean, he was in a real similar situation. So um, the only difference was is the, the law has lightened up a lot now as far as visitation and being able to see your kids. Now, I don't know how it is in the rest of the world, but at least in Iowa, where it used to be extremely pro-woman, now they've kind of tried to meet in the middle, at least as far like if if Becky and I broke up right now, it would almost be a no-brainer that we would get 50-50. You know, I would have them one week, she would have them the next. Sure. They'd average out our incomes, whoever makes more, like, and we make pretty close to the same. So, I mean, whatever child support would be, it'd be nothing. But, you know, before it used to be, it, not, it wasn't like that. It was pretty much, it, they're going to the woman, the guy's writing the check, the guy gets them every other weekend and uh, Wednesday or whatever, and, now, you know, that, that routine. And that's another thing. This is another thing that... It, that like what you just said that there's some things that they did give me in exchange for the amount of money that they wanted for me and 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 you know I don't know if you remember the backstory on that but they based it off of when I was a fabricator at Amana. Yeah, you've mentioned back that. in you the day, that, yeah. you know, making 15-28 an hour, full benefits, all the good stuff um to probably uh, factored retirement and they factored all kinds. Of, I mean, where it was laughable and at the time I wasn't I don't even think I was 
Was I with Lumpy's yet? I don't know that I was even with Lumpy's because this was right around the time all the movie stuff was going on. I was going to be leaving the state. Sure. Um, that created a lot of animosity because all, you know, thinking that, oh, he's never going to be around. But, um, and I'm getting off track here, but, uh, you know, they gave me things like, okay, well, well, you'll pay this much money, but you get them for all their birthdays. You get them for all the holidays. So that was, that was a win for me. Sure. Um, however... You're constantly put in this position, not so much today, but I know I was earlier when I was struggling because I never could get back on my feet. I never, from a two a two person home, working and then being out on your own again, and then being what was constantly behind the, you know, I was never ahead of anything because I was always constantly behind, and I still, still will be, technically until you know everybody until they they just say that I'm all paid up. Right. Um, but what's you're that? What's in a that position, outlook? What's that? What, what are you talking? How? How long? Oh man. Well, if we if we're not because you just about had one drop off, right? Yeah, I just had one drop off this okay. this year, and another one will drop off next year, and another one will drop off the year after that, and then I'll right. have Jake. The way that Jake falls, it'll but it, it it'll be almost a one right after the other, but there's still going to be the back. And right now, I can't even tell you exactly what my back is, just because I don't even want to look at it. Right. You know what I mean? But it's one of these things, you know, some people get a house. Some people get a nice car. Uh, I get a child support payment that I'll be paying down. And, it, you know, it's one of these things, you know, if my luck changes and I and things get better financially, the quicker I'll get out of it. So it's to say how long I'll be in Here's it a really question. depends on... Here's a question. So your youngest with her... Um, he turns 18. Let's say you still have, we'll make up a number. Say you still have 20 grand in back child support. Mm-hmm. Do you still pay that 20 grand? Oh, yes. So he's gone. It's he's gone, gone and they still get a bit. Oh, yeah. You're still right. Yeah, that mom child. gets full reimbursement. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, have you tried prostitutes? No. You know, you like pay them once <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then they go away. Well, yeah. See, they don't ask questions generally. That's. That's what I would do now. <laughs> that's, now, transvestites. I've maybe? also been celibate for five years, so that's like, uh, and you know, for me, that's a pretty yeah. big deal. Well, I, mean, uh, I had to take drastic measures. So have here. I, but I live with the chick, so it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what? Uh, so that's a backstory. So what? Uh, what got me going, or what, I guess what got you going? And you, you were getting—I've known you for a lot of years. You were getting. Uh, we'll we'll just call it Jake Loud. You could see it; it was overcoming. <laughs> the, the, the you were pitch and tenor goes up. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, you could. Uh, the the fire was was stoked. Somebody thrown a log on, and you were going. And we had talked about one of your children has recently become a father. Mm-hmm. Okay, twice. So, twice. Now I don't know if I knew time to. I knew. I don't think I did tell you time to because I didn't. I always felt like that. No, you know, because they don't know what's been going on with you and I. So you. I just knew about time one. No, which I just figured out. You just told me just a few weeks back. Times two. Um. So this is where I got into the um, of where money will not. Uh, just because the mom's parenting, 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 parenting is where I was getting upset and and trying to make sense of. And realistically, uh, and and not to speak ill of him, there's no way for him to parent. He's not, I mean, what is he? He's 18? He's 18. He just graduated uh, basic training yeah, yeah. Uh, this week. 
Okay, so he so is, is he is it with the same girl? Okay. <laughs> oh boy. So All right. I know. Here we go. I know, man. I'm gonna drink my monster and watch this unfold. <laughs> okay. Here's what had happened. Um, I get a telephone call, uh, literally in the middle of the night, and it's it's my ex-wife, and she is shocked, and she says to me, "You're a grandfather." Not you're going to be a grandfather. You're a grandfather. Yeah. I'm 40 years old. And I'm trying to, in my mind, <laughs> what, the, what the hell are you talking about? I'm a grandfather. You um, didn't know? No. No. <sighs> nobody's. No. No. And, it, and according to them, uh, here's, here's what had happened. Was he 18 at this point? No. Okay. No, he's still in, he was still in high school. What? Had he and been seeing you, like visitation wise? Yeah, he'd come see me every once. As they've gotten older, the le- you know it, friends become when more it becomes and, convenient. You know what I mean? Yeah. They got activities and stuff that they're doing already, so right. it's just par for the course. But yes, they come and see me every year and spend time with me. And but this so was he different. had he had been to see you during the nine months. Mm-hmm. I just didn't fucking mention it. Well, here's where it gets good. Okay. Okay. Here's yeah. here's where the. Here's where the we didn't even get into this part <laughs> about parenting and how uh, how aware you are and and forgetting that we were all children. Right. Uh, in fact, I I hard pressed. We're probably all still children. Really, right, a lot right. of us are. But you're just children with I get, bills. I get, children with bills. Yeah. Um. So I get that call, and uh, several months before this, he was with this girl I don't I don't really want to say her name yeah, because they're back to. together and she's she's matter. a lovely young young yeah. lady I, I love her I mean she's she's older than Lane she's right in the cradle she was in college while Lane was in high school yeah so, so, so that's boy. what 19 so, yeah yeah but <laughs> so, he's a good boy still good boy right. he's going the right way right <laughs> but uh get himself some educated yeah, pussy that's yeah. what he's trying to do <laughs> yeah he's like my bitch get my beer <laughs> <laughs> no uh, anyway uh all of you know these guys were in love together. I mean, I went up and saw them. In fact, I, the last time I saw them together was at I, I raced to the I eighty truck stop yeah. because they were coming back from New York. They went and performed out there on Broadway. They uh, did with the school, the whole school. Oh, went oh, down. Oh. like they, it was uh, their her school or his? Group. No, his school. She went with them. She okay. went on the bus. It was so like one he's of those a singer. Things. Yeah. Well, yeah. he. <laughs> well. <laughs> I love you, Lane. I love you, buddy. But we've already talked about this. And I'm you know a singer. This. Have I yeah. told you that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's he's a he's a, he's becoming a great guitarist. Let's and he will be a singer someday. He just needs to, you know, if that's what he wants to be. He needs sure. To go to lessons. Okay. But uh, I love you, buddy. Uh, that, I, I will sister, not. There are his no sister lessons. Got all the, his sister really, um, and his brother Jaden is really good too. But his yeah. sister Chloe is the one who got the most amount of natural talent. Right. But anyway. Uh, so I get this call from, this is actually before the pregnant, or before the you're a granddad call. I get this call from, from my ex-wife again, and she is just completely and totally beside herself because all of a sudden Lane has taken his first love and basically just said, I'm done with it. We're broken up. Go away. Don't want to be with you anymore. Went out, got a new girlfriend. All right. Within like a, a two-day period. Sure mother his mother lost her mind over this and i'm thinking first of all like you're way too close to yeah, this, what's the big deal to this situation you know what's what's going on 
shouldn't you be finding out why? Or, I mean, and she wants to know. She's, you know, I can't believe he's done this. I don't understand why he's done this and blah, blah, blah. And the stuff that they're, but I'm only getting information from her. My right. son did not call me to talk to me about any of it, which right. really bothered me at the time because I couldn't understand. And I kept telling her, I'm like, there's got to be something going on. You, you, you don't just do that, especially your first love. You don't just... Yeah, you, you just don't just do that, you know. Yeah. At least his dad didn't, and I, I'm, he's a damn clone of me, you know. Right, right, <laughs> so, right. So, uh, except he can't. Well, no, I'm not going to say he can't sing. <laughs> I don't want to say that. He just needs practice, Matt. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> there was a there was a breakdown in the cloning process. They spilled <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah, they messed up the singing gene. Okay, so where was I at? Uh, so anyway. Uh, I, I hear about this, and it seems odd to me. Like, man, something really must have happened for him to do that. I'll, I'm, yeah. I need to get down to the bottom of this. And I talk to him on the phone, and, and uh, when I get him, he's really calm, and he's cool, and he's just like, Dad, this, this isn't what I wanted anymore. You know, I, I met this other girl. I really like her, and it still, it just seemed, I'm like, well, you're not upset. You're not hurt over it. You don't miss her. You don't, you know, you don't have those natural, like, things that you... I don't know. I suspect that you'd have with your first real girlfriend. Unless it's time. an upgrade. Well, and that's what I'm starting to think until I, right, you know, get up there and I realize that it's it's you know uh, I couldn't make any sense of it. Yeah, know, personally, I couldn't make any sense of it. So anyway, that goes on. I go up there and I visit. In fact, I go up to pick up uh, Chloe and her brother one time and bring him back. And I see Lane and I see his this new girlfriend, uh, Cora, or whatever. Her name was, I don't mind saying her name. Right. But, uh, so we go forward a couple more months and I get that call, you're, nobody knew. That's the story. Nobody knew. Lane didn't know she was pregnant and Molly didn't know she was pregnant and I just said her damn name. But she didn't. You didn't say her last name. So sorry. So, I've got an ex-wife on the phone with me telling me that I'm a granddad and neither the mom or the dad knew that she was pregnant until she had the baby. Okay. Okay. I mean, do you know how screwed up? I mean, you've heard about that in the news before where right. someone goes to, she was at the doctor's office apparently for abdominal pain. And that's when they told her that she was- I found it. She was having a baby. Found your abdominal pain. And they went over to the hospital and had that baby. Are they still and with that story? Is that still- that's still, that? the, that's still the official story. But when this baby was born- Lane it was, was black. still no, no. I was all right. No. <laughs> well, we'll we'll get back to that in a little bit, <laughs> but but uh, no. So Lane is still not with her. Right, they're they're broken up. So this is uh, all of a sudden this big shock to the family. Right, and uh, uh, of course I'm totally not buying it immediately i'm right. like no y'all are fucking idiots right you're gonna sit here and tell me that a girl went nine months i'm yeah. like are are you not a woman who's had five kids right i mean do you, it just i just if i could have reached through the phone and shook them as hard as i could shake them with like each like, one of my kids of becky knew like within the first couple of weeks that she was pregnant yeah she's yes. like oh yep this ain't right i'm pregnant i, I know now so and we're not talking. With the last couple, it was even like, if I mean, if you really feel like you should waste the money on a test, <laughs> you know, and it's, but as a guy, you're like, come on, yeah. I'm, I'm getting the test. Let's fucking roll the dice. So that's, that's basically, that's basically how I found out about that. And there was a whole lot of, 
you know, questions that I, I had, but I knew I wasn't going to get any answers from them at right. all. Um, so that phone call goes over, and I, at this point, I still haven't talked to talked to Lane. Lane's terrified right. to talk to me, you know. Uh, I don't know what he thought I was going to do. I thought he, I think he probably thought I was going to get the he was going to get exactly what he got. Like, oh my God, son, have I not taught you anything? Yeah. Have I have you not watched what can happen to a person? You know, it's like yeah, I, I was home. so disappointed, man. I was just like, dude, you've you've seen what I've went through, and and uh, whether you agree with it or not, you don't want that for yourself, right? You right. know, it's like. Uh, I just wanted to just smack him around. Like I just, I, I felt like every answer he was giving me and every uh, excuse was just was complete and total. Like I couldn't even listen to it. Like what kind of excuses was he given? I mean, did you have a talk with him at any point that was like sixty six percent of the ejaculatable holes in oh, woman no. are safe? No, no, but thirty three percent are bad. No, so. You know, no, it never even because th- there was there was too many there was, you know. I I feel like what I feel like there were talks before there were talks to me. Oh yeah, in the beginning. Yeah. Um. It, it just makes sense to me as the way that things operate, you know, um, because. Uh, all of a sudden, it took a situation that just months before that seemed so weird, like where you just couldn't make sense of why on earth would he just drop her like that, yeah. you know, and go and find somebody else. And sure. All of a sudden, it's like, well, all of the puzzle pieces are falling into place, and I'm the only one between the people, the circle of people that are involved in this that, that understands this, and nobody else is seeing this. So what do you think happened? Do you think he freaked the fuck I out? Think he, he freaked, knew he freaked out, out, grabbed I, another chick? I think he freaked out, might have even done the, is it mine? Yeah. Thing that every guy usually does, I think, the first right. time they get someone pregnant. Um, I think he totally freaked out and uh, maybe panicked. Right. And... Uh, went and found another I, I don't know what he thought I thought maybe if he he just panicked he didn't think it through right 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 and then uh, so what kind of, you said he was giving you excuses what kind of what kind of excuses I, I, are when formulated when I say excuses it's just it's not even excuses it's it's the justification or I guess it is just excuse just the way when you're sitting and you're talking to your you know, I said like little adults, but there's other times when you're talking to them and you just want to smack them upside the head like, right. who the fuck you think you're fooling? Right. You know, I, I'm not stupid. Right. You know, and it's like when I talked to my daughter and just talked to her this last weekend, I I can't wait till they get older and they realize like- And you can bring it up. That, remember that stupid shit yeah, you said Remember that stupid shit where you tried to make me think that you were all mature and an adult right. and were like really forward thinking. Right. You know, I was seeing through that shit the whole time, you know, because I said it myself, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, but it's so he, it was just, I didn't love her anymore and, and all this stuff, it, but it was, what ultimately it was to me in the end was nobody gave me a shred of truth. Right. That it was all this big facade. It was all somebody else's fault. And here I am. I'm a dad that just wants to be a father to my son and is 
is now terrified of what his future holds because he's not even out of high school. He's got not his. He's not only not with the girl that he was with, but now he is w- with someone else, and he's got a. You know, he's is he. He's being sexually active with her, most likely, right? Because <laughs> you don't walk away from an active piece of pussy to get a non-active piece of pussy when you're 17 years old, do you? Right. <laughs> Again, unless it's an upgrade, if, you know. If it's brighter on the other end, then yeah, you know. So, so anyway, there's a lot of that going on. A lot of this talk where I'm not getting straight answers. Feel helpless for him, I'll, and I, I can all I can think about is, you know, he's already he's already indebted to one, and, right? And really, you know. It's just like the whole the old saying with with a person that's got one kid. I don't think for parents it doesn't matter if you have one kid or if you have four kids. It's just as overwhelming, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You just learn to adapt to it, or hopefully adapt to it. I think the same thing. Yeah, the would first go one's the with, bomb. Yeah, you know he's going to go through the same things that I went through, and you know this is a kid that he doesn't even know for sure what he wants to be. He's still he's still trying to plan out his life and. He's been trying to make right decisions in that, um, and he still is. I mean, he's still working towards figuring out what's going to be the best way to handle this because let a, by the time all of this stuff's coming out and we're just, just starting to wrap our head around what's going on, I get a telephone call, or first I get a, I want to say it was a text that, and I could just tell by the tone of the text from his mom that it was bad. Right. And I guessed. I, I'm pretty sure I, re- I replied with the guess, and she goes, yep. And I got on the phone with her immediately. Come to find out that this new girl that he went and started, he, he, she was knocked up. Too. Oh. So he had two girls actually pregnant. Oh. Um, Is he 18 at that point yet? No, no, oh. man. He just turned eighteen oh. right before he graduated high school. Okay, in May. So, and they're together. The new point. girl, the new girl. They're together at this point. Okay. Um. So this is so like, old this, girls had the baby. Old girls already had the baby. New girls knocked up. Okay. So, and they're together. And so at this point, I've about lost my mind yeah you know you all i want to do is i it's it's the kind of things that you see on like uh like discovery channel you know where he got in his car and he drove down there and he killed the whole you know he killed everybody (laughs) (laughs) and he didn't think it through right (laughs) so i get on the phone and i get melissa on the phone and i'm like and and i I, I am sure I was really aggressive when I got on the phone, but I'm like, what the fuck are you doing down there? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? And she go, she fucking lost her mind in telling me that it's not her fault. It's Lane's fault. Lane's having sex. He should keep it in his fucking pants. And, and the only thing I could think of is, even though what she was saying was true. In a literal sense, yeah. That should have been said to him by her it shouldn't even happen he's 17 years old he lives in your house he's having sex in your house um you're condoning you know he's come on he's he's got a baby right so he's obviously sexually active it's just 
he was enabled. He was enabled. No, nothing was put onto him because if it would have been put onto him and the stress of and and the the of what he had done, maybe he it would modify it would have modified his behavior. I would have hoped. I mean, the idea that you're the mother and you have a and you have a husband there and you have other children that are there and you're a provider uh, a, a home provider for other families that have their kids brought to her well, to she, be does, she does she does daycare she does in home daycare okay um you're well connected with the community um your husband is very well connected with the community and you're going to go and you're this is a kind of like the example there is I, I I don't know it just doesn't make I can't even as I'm sitting here thinking about it trying to tell you about it it just doesn't register in my mind that that they had no control over his behavior right. you know what happened to you know when my parents didn't want me to do something they grounded me I didn't have a vehicle I didn't have a uh, sure. Did I do things that? Did I get away with stuff? Absolutely. But it. But I didn't get. It's not like they handed me the keys and I walked out the front door. Right. I had to work at whatever I was going to do. Sure. You know what I mean. Um, and I just felt like they were. God forbid. What's going on with the rest of my children now? You know, right. That are all. You know relatively they're right there together in age what the hell is going on and what the message that's being sent to these kids and the way that you're handling it and i said what the fuck is wrong with you and she says fuck you you fucking prick and she hung up and that's the most we've ever talked about it (laughs) fuck you you fucking prick and that's that's constructive that's that's uh how she cut me off and that's how so i can't even talk to her about the decisions that he had made and so that's how things have worked though as being a father to my children ever since we've been divorced is that um, you're the father when it comes to child support until you have an opinion or until you want to really reiterate or hit something home with them, the door is slammed in your face. And it's slammed in, into your face in the most frustrating of ways. It's not even done to you in a, in a ethical or a mature way. It's fuck you, you fucking prick. What the fuck do you know? Right. Well, I know enough to know that that what's going on up there is not right. And just because you're the one that has the kids in the house doesn't mean you fucking know any more than I do, excuse my language. Because it, it's just frustrating to me. I I have these kids that, that, that you know, they're obviously, they're, they're good looking. Thank God they're good looking. They're, they're smart. They, you know, on the surface. Right. Um, they're just they're just prone just like me to make bad mistakes. But it's just, I feel like, like my my firstborn son is 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 also supposed to be a, a a setter of examples for his two brothers before or two brothers after him and his sister. Right. And he's doing those things. He is doing those things today, and which is good. I'm so proud of him. I mean, I uh, there's a lot of issues that's going on with the second mom. Um. And I, I can't see how that's gonna, that's not gonna end good. We had uh, kind of reverse engineer. That's probably not the right word to use, uh, but you know, here we don't have with the stepson who is the oldest. We don't have that ability to set an example. You know, the stories that we hear when 
I get home that have happened, just the things that he has said, the way he's acted, and the kids know that that's fucked up. I'm fortunate that the younger kids can filter out the bullshit, and they'll see the shit that the older kid does, mm-hmm. and they can look at that and say, I don't, I don't want to be that way. And that's really what I'm hoping is coming from, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, my daughter had a really interesting talk with me this weekend. She talked to me about some stuff that was made me a little uncomfortable, but it just lets me know that they're not afraid to tell me the truth because I've always told them. Like, I've always told them that no matter what, especially my daughter, because I worried about my daughter more as being a little girl. Yeah. And then, then, then I did it the boys. You know, I worried about them going to babysitters, maybe a little bit too much. But sure, sure. Um, I always wanted my daughter to know that no matter what, no matter how embarrassing something might seem, or that she could always tell her dad because her dad would that if it was that bad, her dad would fix it. So, right. Uh, and the kids, you know, they all heard that too. So, you know, in hindsight, I'm talking about. You know, your initial gut reactions when you hear that kind of thing is just yeah. like, look what you're doing. You know, you're... Sure. It, it, and the same could have been said about me. Like, oh my gosh, look what you're doing. You've set this example of like... And I did. Right. And and you know me. My, my ex-wife punished me pretty hard. But I think I punished myself more than my ex-wife did, especially after the fact. But um, just for... I punish myself more these days for the just the terrible decisions. Right. Where just terrible, you know, you and I talked about it a couple of weeks ago on the phone where you, where you, when you're younger, um, and, and maybe not just when you're younger, you, you are a lot more optimistic about things. Uh, you haven't had as much, you know, you may have, yeah, life, has, life hasn't shit on you yet. Yeah, yeah, or in so, it has, but just not in so many different right. fucked up ways. <laughs> right, know? right, right. But, um, you know, I remember thinking when I was 23 years old that I was doing the stand-up guy. I was proud of myself, man. I really was proud of myself for marrying her because right. I knew in my heart more than anybody in this world will ever know that I knew in my heart that, you know, if you ever had a subconscious in your head and heard the voice in your head, it screamed and it screamed and it screamed and it screamed, dude, don't do this, don't do this, right. don't do this, don't do this. And all, and my, my, my parents will tell you to this day, and my sister, all I needed was for someone that was, um, you know, we used to hold when I was younger our family we looked at our family hierarchy as almost like a mafia you know right. it's like it you know you always went upward for advice or wisdom you didn't go downwards right and uh, I just needed someone in the hierarchy that was higher than me right to be like dude stop it stop this you have our you have our blessing to stop this right and no one did that and now my mom to this day will say that she tried giving me all the signs, but no, you shouldn't have been ambiguous about it. You right. should have just said it. Held it, yeah. You know, you should have came and said, Stop "Son, it. son, let me save you here." And right. I would have, I would have followed. I would have, but nobody did. So I thought I was would doing you? the right thing. You think you really would have? Yeah, man. That night, that that night. Let's see. This is before you were in Mary's Little Secret, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Jeff. Had come and got me, Jeff, and, and my. Uh, no, I gotta edit that out. I'm sorry, <laughs> Jeff. 
<laughs> he lives that. <laughs> right. uh, he they came down and got me and they brought me up here and we went to one of those we went to one of the strip clubs and uh, did some other things. I I don't even remember what we did, but coming home that whole next coming home, I just wanted someone to tell me not to. I just wanted someone to tell me how stupid I was being, and I wanted someone to tell. And then when we get back to Independence, um, there's been a big there's been a big fight. Melissa's got my mom, my sister, and everybody like just in a in a. We got married at my parents' house. Is where we did that, and she's got everybody in this. She threw a fit. She was like the uh, bridezilla, basically. Right. <laughs> and if there was, you can go and watch my wedding video, and my sister is on it. She's standing. I can't see her at the time. Um, in fact, my sister and I didn't talk for for quite a while after this incident happened. But you can see my sister, and she's got her arms folded. She's sitting right behind there by my mom, and as as Melissa is saying her vows, she's got them arms just crossed, and she's shaking her head no every time Melissa says something. And no it's shit, on my wedding video, dude. <laughs> and I called her up when I because we'd moved to Elbrod after we got married, and. Uh, I'm called her up, and you could see her on there just as plain as day. It was right before I started working. Why is that not on YouTube yet? I, it should be. <laughs> it's a VHS tape. I need to drag it out because it is hilarious. It's, yeah, yeah. It's uh, at the time it was devastating, but it's you know because it's if like, you rewind it, does it fix everything? <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> I do not know. Okay, so you've got okay, so we've got the oldest kid now. He's got two girls pregnant. So the the first girls had the baby. The second, second girl's pregnant. Pregnant and on the way. On the way. Mm-hmm. Has she had the baby now? She's still- the baby has been born. Okay. Um, he's been born for a while now. Uh, he's He must be about eight months old now. How old is that girl, the second one? She is. She was in college, too. She's actually, I think, one of Molly's friends from what oh. I've kind of gathered. So right. I'm, I'm assuming that she must be in the 19, 20 range, too, at the time. So she could be 21 by now. <sighs> What an unlucky motherfucker. It's just bad luck. It's terrible. It's yeah. terrible luck. Like it's it's like a sick joke because it is like there is nothing more after this whole last 15 shit 18 years of my life since the day that this this boy was born like and to end up this way before he's even out the gate. Right. You know, at least I you know, everybody says, oh, you were so young. No, I was 23 years old, man. There was people in high school having kids when I was, you know. Yeah. Everybody used to say, oh. I was oh, 25 or 26. Oh, you know, you're going to be the one that's knocking up that. No. Yeah. I, I was 23. That was like a big deal to me back then. Like, oh, look at me. I, wow. But yeah. Have I dodged some bullets? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, or starting to think, maybe there's nothing working down there right. Sure. <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway, so yeah, he he's where he's at i don't want to see him that way and then all of a sudden the girl moves in to the house with melissa new girl the new girl okay and nobody likes her okay none of the kids like her she's living there too you know i'm I'm not gonna no 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 but poor hygiene no uh just looks like You know that trailer park that you drive. You know you you know when you drive by a trailer park and you go, oh, that's a nice trailer park, and then you drive by another trailer park and you're like, 
Now that's a fucking trailer park. Right. That's where she looks like she might have lived. Okay. And and I say that by her haircut, the prison tattoos. The, oh, she's a good one. One of those yeah. kind, you know, where it's like, God, you made some bad What's decisions. the dynamic between the two girls? Because uh, they got to deal with each other to some extent, yeah? They don't, no. No? No, this is where it's, this is why things are getting bad. And so Lane, basically they broke up, took the kid. Lane hasn't even seen the kid. Okay. Lane saw the kid once. They, they didn't, they, his name is Jace, um, and he's absolutely gorgeous, man. I sure. mean, just unbelievably gorgeous i i can't even believe it like i anyway um so he hasn't been able to interact they she of course once she didn't put the baby has the wrong last name she didn't put lane on the birth certificate um so all this stuff has been happening that they haven't been communicating with me personally about um like melissa uh so I can only imagine what's been going on behind the scenes between Melissa and this this girl. Right. Um, because Lane hasn't seen her. They're not letting each other see the... They're not letting Lane or Melissa see the baby. I haven't got to see the baby yet. Um, I have no way to get a hold of her. They won't give me any information to get a hold of her because they don't want me talking to her, obviously. Of course. Um, but I know that she's going after Lane hard. And like any love-scorned woman is going to do now see what you don't know is he broke up with the first one right he's back with her right so we didn't get to that part so they're back together so she was with me this weekend with his mom and all of them and Preston was there so there's been a little bit of a happy story there he went into the military he went into the military army the yes and now the mom of Preston and him are together and they're, they all live together and he's going to try and and which leads back to why I think you know the separation was a panic because now he's back with her now that now that everybody knows everything's cool, you know that we didn't kill him. He's back with the mom. Was the military in the works before? Yeah, or was that an escape? Yeah, no, no. He's always there. Was a part of me that thought that it was becoming an an escape. Um, he had always talked about being a police officer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'd rather be a helicopter pilot or something like that, but I'm not going to stand in, I, I, you know, that's the last thing I'd want him to be as a police officer. Sure. Uh, but I'm not going to stand in the way of him doing that. Right. Um, I've asked him many times why he wants to do that, you know, like try and put him in the corner of like, tell me exactly why it is that you want to be a cop. Yeah. You want to carry a gun or is it because you want to change the world? Right. According to him, he wants to change the world. Should um, be a politician then. So you know th- this military stuff because I wouldn't have you know his grandfather was a paratrooper in the army. My grandfather was on a boat in the navy and right. uh, served uh, in the North Korea, uh, in the Korean War. Um, I would have rather have seen him gone into the Marines or the Navy myself, but just that he took the initiative to like go into any branch of the military um, to, you know, he went in there to learn self-discipline that he obviously wasn't getting at home. Um, think that's what it was? I hope it is because I think when I talk to him that I, I feel like he he's uh, 
he i think he went to the military to learn how to be a man right um the uh the other guy that's uh the new the new uh husband does he have kids uh, he does uh, no boys no boys yeah from what i understand I, uh, the only one that i know of is stephanie I want to say her name is, and I've I've met her a couple of times. Seems like a nice girl. You know, they seem like nice people. There's, as far as, I can't say anything bad about those people because I don't know anything about them. And and honestly, you know how it'd be if yeah 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 you, yeah. you know what I mean. It's like you're you're uh, Becky's ex or something. You know, there's always that. Oh no! Fuck them. Well, you, then you that's, know, yeah, that's where you yeah, go. Then. Yeah, yeah, it's just fuck like yeah, you. fuck that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, at that point. Um. So he's a he's a to me he's a man's man. He's a he's a fire chief. I mean, they're they're he trains all kinds of paramedics and stuff like that. So, um, I get mixed dynamics from the kids about that thing, and I don't ever press it because, uh. Well, I just don't. I would never want my kids going home to say to Melissa that Dad was pressing about this or that, just because I don't know how she's going to take that kind of stuff. And she always, she never takes it lightly. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, whenever, when, when anything, she goes from ever, zero to lunatic pretty. Whenever pretty anything quick. gets serious, and I, and anything I have serious to say to her, it's completely thrown out the door. It's just, it's, it's unbelievable. Right. Like, and today. I feel like I'm so much more at peace with her than I ever used to be. Right. And I feel like she doesn't, she doesn't, uh, act, she's not actively out to ruin my life anymore. But at the same time, it only takes, it's like, for instance, we were up at Lane's graduation in May and we're standing up there and she smokes a cigarette. She's smoking a cigarette and she's got that grandbaby in her hands. And I'm like, dirty smoker, just joking with her. Yeah. And she goes, I'm a way fucking better person than you. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm standing there with like my kids and there's other people that I don't even know right. that are standing there. And she says that out loud. And I'm just joking with her about. And you're she, like, clearly, thank you for making that so evident. Yes. Yeah, you know, and it, it, well, it completely changed at that point. Like, cause she didn't, she didn't have my, my, uh, Denny, my real dad, or the, come to the graduate. She wanted me to have a great time. She wanted, me, boy, she says that a lot. I've noticed lately. She always says that we're adults. We can do this. We want to, you know, until I get there. Right. Until I get there. And, and then some, she's the first one to come apart. She's the first one to point out something, or that's not even. It's just. It's with such. There's such nastiness there. Right that that's the part with my kids like as they're going to get older they're going to realize like how much shit i really put up with that i didn't like i can't imagine or wouldn't have wouldn't i mean i'm sure that like if i could have got every phone call that we ever had on tape or every interaction that we ever had on video like i would be famous dude right i believe i would be famous because there would be so many people like going dude how'd you hold it together how did you not kill anybody right how did you not you know, and what's fucked up is, you know, there's people all over going through this stuff. Yeah. On, on so many different levels. Right, right. You know, um, some people are smart about it. Some people aren't smart about it. I obviously was not smart about it. I let emotions, which you, you know me, I, I just let, when we got divorced, I just, I couldn't believe it. I, I couldn't believe, you know, the sacrifice I had made personally to myself. I just wanted someone to be like, this dude, 
I wanted someone to come to my rescue and be like, look, bitch. Yeah. This dude took you because nobody else at the time would take you. He took in your kid. He moved you down. He gave you a place to live. He didn't want nothing to do with you. All you were was a woman that would come to his house at 2.30 in the morning, drunk off your ass, fuck him, be gone by the by the time he had even woke up in the morning. And then eight weeks after the last time I see you, you're going to call me on a fucking payphone and tell me you're pregnant. And what do I do? What do I do? I did everything for you. That's why you should have had an answering machine. <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember how I got the message to go to the Shamrock to answer the payphone because that happened. Somehow, I'm trying to remember. Oh, how so that she happened. would. You mean okay? So she, you had to go answer the call at a payphone at the Shamrock in Independence, Iowa, which is a bar. <laughs> that Chris Wilson and I lived by. And I'm trying to remember how we got the info that we had to go there and listen for the call. Right. Um, and here's another thing I was thinking about when I was writing home. This is dripping night. with romance, by the oh, way. Oh, my God. You know, and the night that I first, like, hooked up with, or not even hooked up, just was talking with Melissa was at the Candlebox concert at Big Dog's. Chris D-Day, Wilson, we'll call it. Chris Wilson, yeah, D-Day. Chris Wilson and I went up together because Chris Wilson and I were already seeing two girls up in Cedar Rapids. One of them was Wendy. I can't remember the girl that he was dating. But this girl that I was dating, was she was fucking weird, dude. She, But she was hot. She was so hot and she was so weird and she would play hard to get. And I think that's why I would chase her. What just so happened that Chris Wilson and I went down to Big Dogs early. We got on the bus. We hung out with Candlebox all day. Played hacky sack with them. Thought it was one of those moments where it's like a day that you'll never forget. Right. Because I had listened to those guys' album when I was out living in Pennsylvania. Um, just, I can't even tell you how many hours I had invested in that that album. Sure. And uh, here I am. I'm hanging out with them. I'm drinking their Heineken. They're, they're, they're just normal people. We're playing hacky sack. This is the greatest fucking day ever and of course I'm an yeah. obscene jester at the time they take my shirt they wore my shirt on stage that, that night the obscene jester one the black sure. the, um, Melissa's there Wendy's being a her regular old hard to get you know acting like she's too cute for this and too cute for that so I just was like alright fuck you then <laughs> and did the whole Melissa thing and hung out with Melissa and her sister all night I went home with Wendy right you know um, we went out back Melissa, Melissa had to go home. I wouldn't go home with her. I was just shit faced at the time. I, that's the, the same night I got into a fight with two, two her ex boyfriend and her ex boyfriend's friend saw me there with them. I'm drinking, right. and they thought they got all upset because I was with Melissa. So they started a fight with me, and I had to fight both of them. You remember them old those round tables that they used to have at Big Dogs on yeah. the left side? Yeah, yeah. So I'm in there. I got one. My face is in his thigh, and and I had to bite him in the thigh. To get him off of me, dude. Yeah. And then we all got kicked out, and Stacy let me back in once he figured out what was going on. But Melissa had also worked at the club. So once they found out that I was just, you know, I was just there and this happened, and they let right. me back in. And it continued to be a great night. Sure. And uh, um, that's how we met. And it was, it was, I was actually, you know, and I'm sure that she doesn't know this to this day that I went home with Wendy that night. Right. As soon as she was gone, <laughs> as soon as she was gone, it wasn't like that. She was a girl that night that I used to make sure that I was going to be able to go home with Wendy that night. You know right. that game. Sure, sure, sure. You know, shit, we were 21, 22 years old whenever that happened. And and uh, with Wendy, I went home. And, and then this was also right around the time that um, 
Mary's little secret was wooing me and Jeff. And so I was coming up more and uh, trying to think. That's basically how we ended up just every, what was it? I think we were on a six-week or an eight-week rotation at Big Dogs. Right. So the next time I'm up there, I see her. Do you remember that one girl, Holly, that used to yell, I'll suck your dick, Jake, when we would play? You might not have been in Mary's then. That was still when it was Big Dogs. Right. And well, you would remember it because she said that if you were in the band, you would have remembered it because everybody thought Melissa was going to kill her that night at Big Dogs. I don't remember that. So you probably, you may not have been in the band yet. My favorite story from that era was playing in Waterloo um, at Stebbs and the girl walking in pregnant. Oh my God. And all of us sitting around doing math. <laughs> oh, God. The gymnast. The, the, the gymnast. <laughs> the, as your face turned fucking white, and you're like, oh, fuck. I will never forget that either. Oh, my word. She walked in the door, and Jeff looked. Uh, that look on Jeff's face. Do you remember? That's the same night that my wedding ring broke. As Was I'm it? standing there. <laughs> Rubbing it like that. I did a uh, Yuri Geller on that motherfucker. I don't remember that because that was the night that I committed the ultimate uh, uh, rock band sin and wore, wore a flannel, flannel to yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah. Son of a bitch. I know. It was fucking game over at that point. We had to have a band meeting because I wore a flannel. Yep. It wasn't because there was girls showing up at gigs pregnant. No. <laughs> or that I no. was a shitty player or like anything that, yeah. you know, band related. <laughs> it was, it was, uh, yeah. I, I, I'll never, the line at one point was thrown around, we're not fucking Pearl Jam. Yeah. And I think I said something to, uh, you could have left Pearl Jam off the end of that and just say, we're just not. Because <laughs> that's really what we are. Yeah, we're, I was just thinking like, <laughs> But it would have been cool yeah. <laughs> if we were. Yeah. <laughs> would have been cool. So that was a depressing hour. And and you know, I feel like we didn't resolve anything. We I didn't resolve anything. Just giving a story, but Cecil the Lion's still dead. Yes. Do you give a fuck about the lion? <laughs> Man. You know, when you put it in perspective, no. No. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't. Um uh you know, it's one of those things. You know, I guess if it was if it was my lion, <laughs> then maybe I'd probably be a little pissed about it. I can understand, <laughs> but it wasn't like Mike mine. Tyson. Would be all fucking pissed off right now. Yeah. Um, Bill Cosby. It's a bummer, is what it really is. You because get your popped. I will tell you, at first when I first heard it, I was like, okay. Well, I was trying to. Do, it got real hard real quick, though, because I remember thinking, "You did no way." You got hard real quick. <laughs> yeah, I did. Real. <laughs> put the poo in the pity. <laughs> got to put the poo in the. Uh, never mind. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, but it didn't take long to where I was like, okay, you know, I remember that old saying that you know you hear something about somebody from one person, you know, not to do anything about it. You hear from two people. Well, it's kind of there, but you still have it. But the time you hear it from a third person, there's got to be something to it. Even if it's even if what you're being told is not completely the truth, yeah. there's got to be a little bit of something there. Right. So um, he had me clear up until they released his deposition. 
<laughs> where there, I could see where, you know, it's not totally implausible where 35 women can get together, <laughs> I guess. You know, there could have been a support group somewhere. That's hey. like, that's only like the yeah. size of a classroom, really. <laughs> <It will. laughs> yeah. Let's, how are we going to retire? I mean, right. you got a bunch of women that are seeing 70. Right. <laughs> they, they had sex with, they all had sex with Bill Cosby in the late 70s, early 80s. Um, were you a Cosby fan when you were a kid? Oh, God. Yeah. How could you not be, though? We had the Fucking Cosbys. Had, I had all those records. Yeah. All this stand-up when I was a little kid. Some chocolate cake? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, he was the... I always thought he was a really... Uh, not someone... Not a not a guy that... You, not a real lookable guy. I don't know how you would say it. Not a handsome man. No. Never saw him as like a handsome black man. No, but he had the he he did have the dad thing. You know, he, that's, later, that's kind of where everybody. I think later he did. Cosby yeah. years. Yeah. He definitely had the and the cute. Yeah. We we all ate every white person in America ate up that show. Rudy Huxtable. You know, Huxtable. You know what's funny is how many people from that show were like, yeah, he was raping bitches. What do you? <laughs> yeah, I'm like nobody. I don't know. He's just figured this out. The pudding pop thing, man. Yeah. You know all the 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 and then the Bill Cos. You know he did the Sesame Street stuff. He did the that, kid, that guy's been around a lot of kids. He has. Good thing he now, didn't have a taste for them. I was gonna say now that doesn't make him a pedophile that he was around a lot of kids, but but uh, you know the thought of Bill here's another thing that I kind of don't understand is that Bill Cosby, although he wasn't a handsome man, he still was a famous person. Yeah, he had a lot of weight, and a lot I of power would, behind him. I, I would think that, given myself in that position, that I would be able to talk my way into a lot of panties with without the need of any kind of sleep aid. Right. <laughs> I, I uh, mean, I, you would think, not not based off of what I don't I think it like. was about that anymore, though. Really? You, I, you I think, think it's it was about a, the thrill of, you know. Yeah, I guess some people, I guess think it's. About it. I mean, if you think about it on a more basic level, like the first time you have sex with a chick, while the having sex part is exciting, kind of the, you know, almost the I'm not supposed to be doing this and the excitement of it being so foreign and uh, that's really the rush. Then you do it a few times, that rush goes away. So then maybe you go have sex in a car and that gets exciting. And then maybe you get a little more public, you know, like over some pallets, perhaps. Yes. That that gets exciting. It does. And but when there's friends, like, right there within, looking like, a for stone's, you to come like back a, not the- even a stone's throw, like, a, I could pat your leg. <laughs> Waiting to go not back on leg. stage. That didn't necessitate a band meeting. No. <laughs> However, no, holding up a whole show... To fuck a crackhead over some pallets, you know, totally in an okay. alley. That was fine. Fucking flannel? Nope. Nope. So, no, I think... We're not I, Pearl Jam. I, we I, said I, this. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, he's acting like a fucking band member. <laughs> Jesus. So, no, I think that's what it, I think is what it became, is it became, you know, more of the rush of, you know, he's doing something he's not supposed to be doing. That's a weird rush. I, I you it know, is I think a weird it's a rush. foreign rush when you think about like having sex with somebody that's incapacitated. Not that I wouldn't do it, 
you know. I or mean, some I of mean, us have to do it. I mean, <laughs> I better watch how I say that. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's like I was saying earlier about the kids kids having sex, you know. Oh, they had sex at the house because, she, well, they, no, they had sex wherever she would let him have sex, you know, just like when I was a kid. Yeah. If you said that the only place we're going to be able to do it is in this tilted over, you know, half laying down porta potty with shit all over it, well, then that's what we're going to have to do. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. We'll, and we'll enjoy it. Right. And I did. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah, I think, no, uh, I think you know, when you start, you know, mass drugging bitches to fuck them, it's... Was it you that posted today that he's going to be... Go... No, I didn't post anything about he, it. September, he said something in this September. He's supposed to be like one of the main speakers. And I just saw that on Facebook today and I thought to myself, surely somebody has had to have... Uh, um, in fact, I can... While you're looking Oops. there, I'll go find the post myself because it kind of blew my mind. Ryan, where are you at, buddy? There's uh, God, people are still just fucking... There's more people coming out. Three more? Three women. more. <laughs> <laughs> did, but did any of them say that they assaulted, were assaulted with a pudding pop? None of them. Hmm. Not one. Now, that would kind of... That would be like, that's where it becomes a movie. Like, where you find out after all these years that what he was doing is he was he was actually, his kick was was fondling women with pudding pops. And that's why he was putting them down, because they just never could get over the coldness of it. Right. So, he's 78 years old. Man. I mean, the average lifespan of an American male is 72. So, he's already on borrowed time. I once had a psychic tell me I was only going to live to 78. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so go ahead. Because <laughs> you got plenty of time to put in pop bitches. Um, at this point, is anything going to happen to him? You know, I don't even know what's going on with him. I was going to say, what are they trying to do? Because they never. What, really what do you say. do if you rape a chick twenty years ago? What? I mean, she are just, just comes to up. Take all of his money. I mean, even if you know fifty broads come up and say he raped me twenty years ago. What what can they do? Probably not a whole lot. I mean, so I don't think there's they anything. They maybe try to sue him or something like that. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, he's not going to get it. There, there won't be any criminal conviction. Maybe How many people can... do you have to have for a class action lawsuit? Ooh. <laughs> and then everybody gets an $8 check. That would be and amazing. A, and a free box of pudding pops. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up. So in closing, (laughs) (laughs) family just came home, so comes crashing down. So, uh, yeah, in closing, uh, marriage sucks. Uh, Marriage sucks. Bill Cosby's a dick. Fuck Cecil. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Parenting's hard, yo. (laughs) Oh. Man, what if he starts knocking up chicks overseas? Well, here's the thing. Yes, yeah, we, you know, we didn't get to the part where uh, the hell that he's being put through right now by the second one. Yeah, it's. I hope it's a lot. So he fucking. Oh, but his mom is the one that's like dealing with all of it because he's off. He's well now. He's in advanced individual training and he'll be there for another six weeks. Um, and I, I keep. 
it's one of these things that you see your son and every every moment that you're seeing him it's been for graduation it's been for birthday it's been for graduation of the military now he's gonna i'm gonna go see him again on his on his weekend pass and then i'll see him when he graduates ait um so all of these moments it's really hard to be okay here you little fucker we need to talk yeah uh, we need to figure out what we're gonna do because i love him so much and i'm so proud of what he's doing right now because i know that he doesn't want to be like me at this right. age at this age that you and i are at right now he wants to be off like partying somewhere yeah and i don't blame him sure so there's there's that aspect of where he has definitely seen uh, i don't want to be like dad i don't want to have to live my life like my dad did but boy he's not starting him right so, right but uh you know hopefully you'll overcome it and uh you know lots there's there's so much left that's unknown because we have a lot to go through yet he's got a lot to go through i say that we've got a lot to go through but it really doesn't matter to us yeah. i mean it's it's his he's the one that's going to feel all the pain and i you know the other day i'm i found myself chuckling as i was listening to melissa explain to me everything that he's going through and i wasn't chuckling for him i was chuckling because of the way that she was reacting and responding to it just losing her mind man over what this girl wants to do and uh i just wanted to be like you don't see <laughs> like none of this rings a bell to you like you just you just want vindication but there's no you can't just be like okay <laughs> look at what you did and look at what she's doing and yeah because it's not her that's actually paying for it it's going to be him that's paying for it and here she is she gets to be scot-free out of all this and gets to armchair it she wants to run everything and uh that's it you know, seems like that's working a, out great it, it didn't work out great and so just a terrible thing and I'm a better dad period <laughs> no I'm a better person <laughs> I'm way fucking better than you well this has been a depressing edition of the dumbguzzler.com podcast normally we it's like whores and chatterbait and now it's like all serious shit yeah and we didn't even like resolve anything no. just well, it's not resolved. What are you going to resolve? I mean, you're not even resolved yet. I'm not. If so. I could just save one person. <laughs> <laughs> just one person. Like, preferably a kid. Jaden. <laughs> so. Today's show's been sponsored by the prophylactic of your choice. So. <laughs> don't be one of them douchebags that goes out and gets with some king-size ones. Yeah. What are they? Yeah, what are yeah, they call yeah. Them? The, uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, not yeah. cobras. The the whatever the XLs are. Yeah, magnums. Magnums. Don't yeah. be a douchebag. No, no. Just to try and impress the guy that's selling them to you. Yeah, because that's all you're gonna do is you're just impressing the yeah. dude you're buying them. No, you need and the. Not even. You need the fucking pinky fucking the ones condoms. That, yeah. If I could get the ones that keep you from cutting your finger at Lone Star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're cutting steaks. Yeah. That'll work. Yeah, that's all you need. So there you go, kids fucking wrap that pecker or again like i said 66 percent of the ejaculatory holes they're a safe zone there's just one there's one you got to stay out of it's the most tempting of them all. it is the most what the fuck it's because it, it gets well, warm it, it's well it's warm well, it's still your mouth but still. but you know what though uh, did you ever have an 18 year old girl that could give a fucking blowjob for nothing no no it was fucking, that black girl that was like 46 years old that was behind that place in waterloo for 20 bucks right it's the best fucking blowjob i've ever had in my life 
<laughs> I don't even know how old I was then, but it was awesome. Did she take her teeth out? It didn't, dude. It like seriously, forty-five seconds. I think is all it took. Yeah, it was, it was true professional. Yeah, no, yeah. Girl that knows what she's doing. Fuck, it's, it's fucking over. That's why you couldn't go to like the Bunny Ranch and get a blowjob because you're gonna spend like two grand to be with this bitch, and it's gonna be over. It's you know. I'd still like to try. You gotta go to the Bunny Ranch and like cuddle. <laughs> yeah, I'd be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Can we watch Sports Center for the first hour? Is that, <laughs> it's not cool. I just want to make out with you. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hold you and make love to yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what it is. I mean, you know, at the at fucking eighteen, they're you know, their vagina is the fucking size of the center of a lifesaver. I'm pretty so sure I was still having my friends smell my fingers at like thirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, bandmates for sure, I would have. <laughs> uh, I still do that, but that's to see if parts of me are supposed to smell that way. Yeah. So. That's a whole different reason now. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, all right, well, we'll, uh, you want to sing? Yeah, we can sing. All right. Sing a little bit. All right. Yeah, go upstairs and uh, check on the fam. And uh, that's that. Dumbguzzler.com. Check us out on Facebook.com slash Dumbguzzler. Twitter.com slash Dumbguzzler. We're on like a million different podcasting networks now. Uh, like enough that I don't know what they are. And I'd have to have a list. I don't have them. So uh, give us a listen. Or don't. Fuck off. Later. Later.